0: The name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Diphtheria is a very deadly disease, especially to children if left untreated. The good news in 1925 was that there was a serum that treated diphtheria and would save the lives of those that are treated. But what if you were? someplace where there's no serum and you're isolated. That was the plight of Nome, Alaska in January of 1925. The lives of the residents, especially the children of that community, were in grave danger. It was January. Nome was a long ways from Anchorage. The roads are impassable. The only plane in Anchorage was one that could not fly. What would happen? How would these people be delivered? Well, the Alaskans organized a relay of dog sleds that successfully delivered a supply of serum, saving the lives of countless people in Nome. Without the delivery of that serum, many would have died. The people of Nome knew that there was a cure. They knew also that the cure had to be delivered. For you, there is something far more dangerous than diphtheria and earthly death. You face sin, death, and hell. Without God's gracious work of salvation, you would remain in your sins, face death with no hope, and be in hell forever. But God is gracious and merciful. He has looked upon your sinful condition, and knowing that there's absolutely nothing in you to save yourself, he has done it all for you. And when I say all, I mean all. Jesus Christ has paid for every one of your sins and the the sin of the whole world with his death on the cross. Jesus Christ has crushed the power of death and opened the way for the resurrection to eternal life with his resurrection on Easter. Jesus has won total and complete eternal salvation for you. This is entirely his doing, not one bit dependent on your works. But more than that, God has delivered salvation to you through his means of grace. You cannot pay for your sins, Jesus did. You cannot come to believe in Jesus by yourself. The Holy Spirit delivers Christ's salvation to you through the means of grace, so that you might believe and that you might be sustained in this Christian faith. Hence, we pastors have the theme for the Lenten Midweek Series this year, Salvation Won, Salvation Delivered. Salvation has to be won, and salvation has to be delivered. Without the means of grace, that which is one for you in Christ Jesus would not be yours and you would not have faith in Christ Jesus. God is gracious and merciful and the Holy Spirit has sure means to create and sustain faith in your heart. The Holy Spirit does not just zap people into faith and he does not work through some sort of experience. He does not create or sustain faith apart from the word and sacraments. He works through the word and through the sacraments, not alongside, not independently. He works through word and sacrament, that is baptism, Lord's Supper, and the spoken word of absolution. This means that you know how the Holy Spirit works and how you can cherish what the Holy Spirit uses to create and sustain faith in your heart. You know how you become a Christian and how the Holy Spirit will sustain you in the faith. Now, to help you better understand the means of grace, remember how God created everything. God said at the very beginning, let there be light, and there is light. You see, in Genesis 1, all over and over again, God speaks, and that which he speaks comes into being. In creating Adam and Eve, God spoke, let us make man in our image. But he did more than that. He used the earth to form man and breathe life into that first man. And he formed Eve from Adam's side. God used means to create all of creation. And if you notice at the end of Genesis chapter 1, not only do you see the repetition Genesis 1 of good, but when it's all complete, it's very good. Now, often when you think of the natural world, you can think of the beauty of the creation. But at the same time, You recognize that there's earthquakes, tornadoes, fires, famines, and floods. You now look at the outside creation more of a neutral way because you live in a fallen world. But God's word accomplished only that which was good in the original creation. And God saw all that he had made. Behold, it was very good. God does not desire for the fall to continue forever. His will that will be accomplished to bring about a new heavens and a new earth. He does not want mankind to be lost to sin, death, and hell. So the Lord brings about good to the fallen world through means. He spoke his word to Abraham and blessed Abraham with a son that would lead to the creation of the people of Israel and eventually to the birth of Christ. God not only spoke about what would be good, But God, you see in the Old Testament, would attach his word to things to bring about his good salvation. To rescue Israel from slavery, he told Israel to put lamb's blood on the doorposts and the lintels. He attached a promise with his word to that blood, and Israel was saved from death and set free from slavery. Later, when Israel had sinned and many were dying from poisonous snakes, God, by his word, attached a promise to the bronze serpent. And the Israelites could look on that bronze serpent and live. Much later, when Naaman the Syrian suffered from leprosy, God, through his word, attached a promise of healing to the waters of the Jordan River. And through those waters and the promise of the Lord, Naaman was healed. God works through means to bring about his good to the fallen world. Now, all these examples from the Old Testament look ahead to Christ's complete work of salvation. Jesus Christ is God's Word in the flesh. He is the Word of life, and His Word is life and truth. Your Lord Jesus has won forgiveness of sins, life and salvation for you by His death, to redeem you from sin, and by His triumphant resurrection. He has won salvation for you. And before Jesus left, He promised the Holy Spirit who would bring faith and sustain in the faith through word and sacraments. The Holy Spirit works through the means of grace to create and sustain faith. Now you can see that from the very, very birth of the Christian church. That's what tonight's second lesson was from Pentecost. Now, you know, before I really looked at the Pentecost and and having grown up in the South, I kind of had a false understanding of what the first Pentecost was. I I had this mind that Peter preached this great sermon and that 3,000 responded to Peter's preaching and became Christians, so that the birth of the church was kind of like a big Billy Graham revival, right? But then I looked at the text more carefully. If you notice in the text, they were pierced to the heart. They did not come about having faith on their own. They were pierced. In other words, the Holy Spirit using the word of Peter pierced their hearts having been convinced of their sin the crowd asked peter what they could do and peter doesn't say here's what you have to do you have to accept jesus no he says repent and each one of you will be baptized in the name of jesus christ for the forgiveness of your sins and you will receive the gift of the holy spirit for the promises for you and your children and for all who far off as many as the lord our god will call himself. It's the promises given in baptism that Peter's referring to. And with many other words, he solemnly testified and kept on exhorting them, saying, be saved from this perverse generation. In other words, be saved. Somebody else has to save you. And then they were baptized, 3,000 of them. That's the birth of the church, the Holy Spirit working through the Word and the administration of baptism. And then you see in Acts 2.42, the life of the baptized. They are continually devoting themselves to the apostles' teaching, to fellowship, to the breaking bread, and to prayer. The life of the baptized is receiving word and sacrament continually. The Holy Spirit continues to work and sustain faith in you through the means of grace. Over the next few weeks, we pastors will unfold for you each of the means of grace. Our Lord is gracious and merciful, working through means to deliver you and to deliver you with his forgiveness of sins, life and salvation that Christ Jesus has won for you. So with confidence, you can say, salvation won, salvation delivered, amen. We rise.